Welcome to Blog Talk with Amber, where I talk about the not-so-sunny side of entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Amber, and I'm so excited because we have a special guest in the building. Today, we're talking to Giovanna, and she's here to tell us all about turning your ideas into actions. Giovanna, are you ready to spill the tea? I am. Okay, so I'd like to start the interview off by asking, you know, who you were before you became a business owner, like, who are you now? How did you become an entrepreneur? You know, talking about your transition really helps you appreciate where you are now. Yes, it does. So, oh my goodness, before I started this journey, I was a mom of two yeah, I had to think about that. Mama too. And I was working as a sonographer for about eight years. I was going back to school because I felt like something was just missing. I don't know if I'm the only person that feels that way, but something just was missing. Like, I'm like, okay, I have a job that pays well, but it's not enough. And so I went back to school to get my degree. And while I was in school, I really found a love for teaching people about leadership because it's something that I've done my like pretty much all of my adult life been in leadership roles been the leader of my friends just being the person everybody comes to but um going back to school to get my degree really opened up that that box like okay I want to teach other people about this and so when I finished school I was like I'm going to start a leadership development company I started it and it's amazing. I love it, but that still just wasn't it. Like it didn't fill me up the way I thought it would. I'm like, okay, I started a business, but I'm still not content. Like what is missing? Something is going on. Something's wrong. And so I did a lot of, I guess you can call it soul searching. (laughs) And I really had to figure out what my purpose really was. Aside from just wanting to teach people about leadership, like what is my purpose? Why am I here? What is that thing that wakes me up every day that makes me smile, makes me happy? And after I did a lot of self-reflection and became a little more self-aware, I realized that the thing that I'm supposed to be doing is helping women um, basically take the ideas that they have in their heads and create plans with actionable steps that they can take to make those dreams and those ideas come true. And I do that primarily by working with um, moms because I really, I'm a mom. So I work with moms every day on just really taking that time out for themselves and making themselves a priority and learning how to become uncomfortable in finding their happy place. It has definitely not been (laughs) all fun in the sun. I can say that. And it is not something that, you know, if you're going to start this journey into entrepreneurship, you can't start it thinking it's easy or everything is just glittering in gold because I promise you. Yes, speak on it. you're going to get a rude awakening and you're not going to like it. So (laughs) you have to, you have to have some tough skin. You have to be able to take criticism. You have to be able to, to shift and transition because you're going to do a whole lot 
of it. I promise you. Like the idea you start out with is probably not going to be the exact thing that you end up with. So you have to be willing to, to make changes, to listen to other people, to take advice, um, be willing to fail, be willing to make mistakes. Like all of those things are going to help you become the successful entrepreneur that you want to be. Because without those things, you're really not going to get where you're trying to go. Yes. And people just think they're just going to hop on in and just make this go up. And I'm like... Who told you that? <laughs> like, so I saw um, I saw a post on social media today and it says something on the lines of, you know, what happens to putting your all into creating your business, like investing in it and doing your best? You know, um, on a certain level, I agree. You know, I see a lot of people pop up with things like selling hair, doing lashes. You know, that's a big thing. Like the beauty industry mm-hmm. is always full of people. Well, full of people who are not passionate about it. And, you know, I rarely see those same people doing any type of branding or marketing besides just advertising their product. And they complain about no one wanting to support them. So what I want to know from you is what should be your first step before starting your business? Oh, my goodness. Before you even started, you have to really take time to figure out what is going to make you happy. I think a lot of people start businesses because for one, it sounds cool to be your own boss and they feel like, okay, I just want to make money. And if money is the only motivating factor behind you wanting to be an entrepreneur and starting your own business, you're not going to make that money. You have to figure out what you're passionate about, what drives you, what makes you completely happy, because that's the thing that you're going to put your all into. And when you put your all into something, you're going to win. But when you start things just because it's the end thing to do or because it looks like you can make some quick cash, I promise you that's that's not going to be the thing that you think is going to turn out to be. Yes, because guess what? That happened to me. <laughs> I sold Avon, Mary Kay, life insurance, <laughs> purses, knockoff, sunglasses, anything, <laughs> anything I could get my hands on. When I tell you whatever was popping, I was I was on it. Like, and that's what is so true. Like, you really have to do something that you love that you don't mind working at because it is not easy. It's not like you're going to wake up and have a million followers and a million dollars and you're just going to go on about your business. It will kind of mentally break you down and have you like, God damn, I really didn't know this about myself. I really didn't know I had to do this. You really do have to start from passion. That's that's the only way you're going to have tough skin through this. Oh my gosh, yes. I can say it took me a while because I I found myself when I first started, I didn't know anything about business at all. Like nothing. I just knew I had this idea and I wanted to run with it. And so I found myself in the beginning taking advice from every single person, which is something you definitely shouldn't do. I was taking advice from every person who would offer it. And then I was trying to implement everything that they said. And it was just, I was all over the place and nothing was going 
right because I wasn't focused and I hadn't found that that passion that I was looking for. Like the idea I was passionate about, but I hadn't found that thing that I was willing to put my all into because you know, it was more so about, okay, I had this idea. I know it's needed. I know I can make money from it. So let me start there. But I really had to take it all the way back, break it down. It was days that I was like, you know what? I quit. I'm not posting on Facebook no more. I'm taking my Instagram down. <laughs> I don't want to do this no more. <laughs> um, because it was so hard trying to really figure it out. And that's because I wasn't really allowing myself that time to be critical of me because and you know a lot of times in your mind you like oh I'm perfect I don't need to criticize myself <laughs> but you have to you really have to and you cannot listen to every single person that's out there giving you advice when you're trying to start a business because they mean well but you have to go with those individuals that are on the same page as you because then you're going to find yourself with a whole bunch of information and you ain't going to know what to do with it Yes, and that's what I was doing. I was sitting up there freebie hopping on everybody, any freebie I could get my hands on. It was just like I just had to have it. And I'ma just spill this little tea for y'all for the people who like to freebie hop. The freebie is not meant to get you to that desired anything that you're trying to get. That's to get you through the door. That's the uh-huh. funnel. And they're going to send you those emails and they're going to gas you up, which this is what you're supposed to do. They're going to gas you up and then you're supposed to make a purchase. It is not going to give you that end result. That is for their higher coaching or their books or their courses and things like that. So do not think that y'all going to get away with this, with this freebie happen. And I know that a lot of my listeners are like me. They're multi-passionate. You know, we have a lot of ideas that we want to execute, but we don't know which one we want to do first because our ideas are usually unrelated. So how uh-huh. do I, which ideas to roll with? So my advice is because I'm the, okay, I have new ideas like every day. My best friend will look at me like, girl, what are you thinking about today? And so I had to really take a step back and be like, okay, I need to write down all my ideas. So if you're a person that is constantly thinking of things, I'm pretty sure your ideas are great. But what you need to do is whatever you think of, write write it down, have like a little pack of post-it notes or something, write your ideas down because you don't want to forget them. But don't act on everything at once. So take um for instance like whatever the the idea that gives you the most joy at that moment and that's the thing you should be working on and let's say you're trying to start your business from an idea that you had take that idea and you got to dissect it you got to research it because a lot of people don't want to do research because they think of it as oh I'm not in school that's too much work no you have to research So you have to find out everything about this idea. Find out if it's been done before. Find out who's doing it. Find out how well they're doing with it. You're going to have to find out um, 
how this idea can benefit you, um, how you can do it differently. And you have to really think about all of the different things involved with starting whatever it is that you're thinking about starting, how much time it's going to take you, um, how much you're going to have to sacrifice. Um, yes, how yes, much how much money it's going to cost you because I promise you nothing is going to be free. <laughs> no matter what your idea is, you're going to kick out some cash somewhere, somehow, <laughs> because it's nothing that's going to happen to you with just no money at all. Um, you're going to have to, then after you figure out, you know, all of those things, my, my best advice is to map everything out like I map things out for myself because I'm a very visual person so I have to like literally break the idea down into different sections different steps and then map everything out with one by one by one like okay do this first do this second do this third do this fourth like that's how I function and that's how I teach my clients too because I find when you have that structure and that organization it's easier to take your idea from just a thought and you can take it to an actual plan to implement. Because when you're not focused and you're all over the place with the idea and you might be thinking about doing this thing first and, and then you're going to think about that thing second and none of it is in order, you're not going to be successful. Yes, that's definitely something that, you know, a lot of people don't talk about. It's just more of a like a just do it type of culture and vibe and it's just like, even if you're not a visual person, you need to plan it out because I'm, I guarantee you it's way more than you thinking when you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Pop into your head. It's just like, oh, all I got to do is X, Y, Z. No, you have A through Z, actually. <laughs> to put it. Exactly. With like, some extra bullet points. Yes, with some, and that's me. Many bullet points are <laughs> many bullet points into different sections. So, you know, now I'm going to get to the question that we, you know, you really do want to know like what are your particular steps from taking your idea you know from a thought to like an action like to making it a a real business what does that look like to you so I can go with um right now the transition that I'm going through so um I had to really figure out what the passion that I had was so I when you when you first start a business, every person in business is gonna tell you to create your ideal client. Um, and so my ideal client was always a mother. She was always not satisfied, not fulfilled, just looking for something else in life. And I couldn't get that out of my head, no matter how hard I tried, because she really didn't fit the criteria for the first idea I had for my business. And so For me to do the transition that I'm in right now into the business model that I'm going into, I had to really take a step back and say, okay, why is this my ideal client? And so I had to map her out. Like I had to really do some in-depth research on why this woman was my client. And after I did that, I'm like, okay, I know why, because she's me. She's the old version of me. And I know how to help her get to this new version of me. And so I took the idea of, okay, I want to be a life coach. And then I I broke it down into what kind of life coach I wanted to be, um, how I was serving 
the women that I wanted to help, what their problems were. And so these are all the steps you need to take. You have to break down the idea into what problem are you solving with this idea? Because there has to be a problem that you're solving. Because if you're just throwing an idea out there and don't nobody need it, you're not going to make any money from it. What problem was I solving? And then I had to figure out the solution I was actually going to offer. So that's the next step in really figuring out, okay, how do I get this idea of a business to actually be in a business? You have to come up with who you're serving. You have to come up with why they need you. And then you have to come up with the what you're doing to help them. Because ultimately your goal with your idea for your business is to solve somebody's issue. Because that's why we're in business. When you go to Walmart, they're solving a whole lot of our issues because they got everything we need in there. And there's only one store. So if you got kids like me, you just run in there, grab what you need and go. <laughs> yep, food, furniture, camping, and everything. And even on their website, they sell caskets, okay? I realized that Walmart on their website, they sold some, oh my goodness, it's a perfume that I like, and now it, I just drew a blank, but it's an expensive perfume, and they sell it, like, through, like, different retailers. I did not know this. They know what that, that's, like, they know what they're doing. They, when they mean that they want to be in your household, they mean that. Like, they've they been standing by that for a long time, and people going to laugh at me, but that's my favorite store, and my husband rolled his eyes so hard. When I said, oh, I'm just going to stop at Walmart right quick, he just, like, just dropped me off. Like, <laughs> Just drop me off. Like you definitely hit the, you know, you hit that one right on. You really do have to solve an issue for them because ultimately that's what we want. You know, like we want our issues to be resolved. Immediately too. Immediately. Like people don't want to have to wait seven years for <laughs> the results to kick in. So what are some resources, tools, or even social media people that you feel like are like great tools and resources for people to follow now who are like looking to start their business, revamp their business, or do anything really with business? Like who are your top resources, tools, and even social media people that you follow? Okay, so my top resource for me right now is my scheduling app. Okay, because I when I first started, I was writing down like meetings and appointments in my notebook and then I was forgetting about stuff. So my most valuable resource is definitely my my calendar. I use Acuity because it keeps me on track. I hit a button. I see who I'm meeting with with time. It keeps me focused It send emails to me. My emails click in my phone. You know, you get that little vibration. You know, it's time. Um. The other thing that really, really helps me right now is having business besties and accountability partners. So I think that when we start business, like we started thinking we're doing this by ourselves and we got it, but you have to have people around you that think like you for one, because a lot of times we want to bring our friends like, girl, I'm starting a business. Come help me. And your friend don't care or she don't know nothing about what you're trying to do. So she can't <laughs> help you. So you got to, 
I know that it's hard, but you have to surround yourself with people that think like you, that's on the same wavelength as you. You have to get some business besties. Like, that was the best thing that I could have ever done for myself. Outside of, like, hiring my coaches, having business besties that genuinely have my back and I can call for everything is the thing that's going to help you, I promise, because you have a group of people who are trying to build their businesses too. So y'all bouncing ideas off of each other. They telling you like, no, that ain't going to work. Or yeah, do that. Try this. Y'all got resources that y'all share with each other. Like, oh yeah, I got a coupon code for this. Try that for 30 days. And then, you know, you have all of these things right there under you. And you have people who are just as motivated as you. So y'all going to keep each other going. And having accountability partners is another thing that I really, really say you should have if you're starting a business because that person or those people are going to definitely make sure that you're doing what you say you're supposed to be doing. Um, I know for me, when I first started my business, I would be like, okay, I'm going to work on my website tomorrow and then tomorrow will turn into two weeks later and I still didn't do Yes. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I feel you on, and I'm a web designer. Website still not mine, still not complete. How I want. I'm like, I need somebody on my ass. Like, you know, you said you were gonna. Mm-hmm. You need to go ahead and and take care of that. And so I'll say the, and the people that I follow the most on social media, right? That I that I take the most advice from, um. I probably people, a lot of people have no idea who they are because I'm not like the Tony Robbins type of girl. Like, no, nah, nope, none of those people. I like regular people that I could be like, oh, yeah, I, I relate to her. So I follow um, a lady. Her name is Malika Holloway. She is amazing. She gives the most amazing insight on business and branding and strategizing. Um I literally had one discovery call with her and was ready to throw my whole wallet at her. Like she is amazing. Um, I follow, I follow a couple people. Oh, Amber, Amber is actually somebody that I was following for a long time. And I love, love following you on social media. So, (laughs) um, yes, (laughs) yes, I did. Um, Chanel Washington. Oh my goodness, when I found her. Like she, her personality is just so calm and it's like, oh my gosh. Yes. And And she will get you together (laughs) quick. Real quick. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And I just follow a lot of people that, you know, I don't follow the people with a million followers. I follow the people with, you know, a few thousand, but that's given the information that I really need. Like, I don't look for followers and likes. I look for the information that's the most beneficial to me. Um, So, like, if you want to do LinkedIn, if LinkedIn is a platform you want to use, you need to follow people that specialize in LinkedIn. Um, A lady named my coach, Tawana, is, like, an amazing LinkedIn genius okay she got my whole LinkedIn life together so just when you are looking for those people to to motivate you and inspire look for the people that have the most valuable information for you not for the people that have the most followers because they might not be what you need 
Yes, and that's a that's a valuable lesson, even for the people who are listening. For y'all branding, it's not about how many followers you have. It's about the content that you're putting out. Like if you're putting out trash and those little vague ass quotes, when <laughs> I get a vague ass quote, I could go on Pinterest. But if you you know you spilling just enough tea. You know, just to, to get them to slide in your inbox and make some sense. That's what you're supposed to do. Giving them what they need. And, you know, sometimes they don't always know what they need. So you have to do your research and make sure uh-huh. that, that you need to do to attract the, the right people as well. So that's just, you know, a little tip for y'all too. So, you know, it's been a pleasure interviewing you. How can we keep up with you on social media? Um, you can follow me on Facebook, Twitter, which I really don't know how to use, but I'm gonna get there. And Instagram at Coach Javana. Um, on LinkedIn, you can look me up under Javana Bevel. Um, my website is www.aleadingway.com. And I think that's about it. Okay, and let them know how you spell your name, because I know people are gonna spell it wrong. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> So Javana is J A V A U G H N A, and don't judge me. My mama did it to me. She gave me all them letters for no reason. That's, look, that's unique. That's what makes you. When you see that spelling of Javana, you know exactly who it is. Like there was, yeah. <laughs> there was no confusing that. Well, this has been another fire episode of Plug Talk with Amber. Meant to inform and inspire. I'll holler at y'all next week. Bye.